Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 132, Kitchen Decor Done Right. Well, I'm so glad we're covering this topic today because I think this is a real problem area for a lot of people. And I also think um, kitchens are a really popular thing to talk about as well. Well, we spend a lot of time in there, right? So it should be a happy place for you. Mm -hmm. It should be. But I think the other thing that's happened over time is that with the advent of Pinterest and Howls and blogs, people see these gorgeous brand new kitchens. And then it's hard to be happy with your old kitchen if it's dated. When you see this fabulous, bright, shiny new kitchen with all these new tiles and countertops. And yeah, I think it's kind of rough. So let's get talking about our kitchens. First of all, I think it's important to know what our kitchens look like and and the point of view we're coming from. So um, Kelly, why don't you start? Tell us about your kitchen. Well, I like to approach decorating a kitchen just like it's another room. So I add the same sets of elements that I would have in a living room or dining room or you know even a bedroom. I like to have art in my kitchen. I like to have more fanciful lighting in my kitchen that might normally be considered a kitchen Now, when you're lighting. saying fanciful, what are you talking about? I have a chandelier. I know, but our listeners <laughs> yeah. I have a chandelier. It's, it's actually the original uh, chandelier in the entryway of the house. And so I moved it into my kitchen. And I have, um, you know, I like Sunday art. I have art from um, an estate sale that I found, and it's of a barn with a truck in front of it. And it's just, I love it. And it that is above my stove. And I have a mirror in my kitchen and the back staircase because I think every room benefits from a mirror. So I would not exclude the kitchen from that list of every room. So I definitely bring in elements that may not be traditionally considered kitchen elements uh, in order to, 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 uh, you know, decorate my kitchen. And if you've never seen Kelly's, she has a video of her house. It's a house tour. Um, go, we'll put it in the show notes, but also you can go to her blog and uh, the video is amazing because you get a good look at her kitchen and it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. My it's favorite beautiful. are those windows in her oh, kitchen. Oh, in the back? With the, with the metal frame. Oh, oh yes. yes. The metal frames are just amazing. And well, Nina, that was definitely a kitchen goal of mine. I've always uh, wanted a kitchen that opened up to the backyard and you know when it's done it will be opening up to the garden and I'm very I couldn't be happier with I hope you have a little kitchen herb garden so you can open those gorgeous glass French doors out to your little pots or your garden I need to get some raised (laughs) beds going things yes yes okay Anita tell us about your your kitchen well, it's open concept. So, and a lot of people have open concepts. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we've got to work with. And I kind of like a very clean, open look. So I don't like a lot of clutter on the countertops or on the island. So I really try to just go with a few things and I try to go with that old world look. So is this something that might be have been in a kitchen 100, 200 years ago? So I have a couple of wood bowls, some 
vases. Uh, well, I say vases. They're actually pitchers, some blue pitchers, white pitchers, some wooden implements and spoons in a nice old pottery pitcher. I've got, uh, let's see, some cutting boards and a marble cutting board, marble board also with them sitting. So really not a lot, a plant under a cloche on the island. So I really kind of go kind of lean on the decor, but, but I have, you know, it's open concept. There's a wall of cabinets. There's really not room to do a lot of things in there. And in one area I had the cabinets built. So they went all the way down to the countertop. So there's no room to put anything on the countertop there. So I really, even though it's a large kitchen, there's not a lot of counter space to work with. And the island is big, but I really don't like it all fussed up with stuff. So that's right. kind of my approach is to kind of keep it clean, open and airy. And, I, and then I have the white cabinet. So that helps. And then with all the glass, I have a lot of glass front cabinets. So it's very open and airy looking. When I look at your kitchen, I think of an open concept galley kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just beautiful. Oh, I fall you. somewhere in between. And I think my style is way different than Kelly's and Anita's. Um, I have much more of, I have a farmhouse kitchen. It was built to look, because we have a farmhouse inspired home. Um, well, and you're like, out in farmland. Oh, absolutely. All around us. Um, but it's a very upscale farmhouse with a lot of um, uh, fluted, fluted edges of things and a lot of heavy uh, millwork. Um, it was handmade in my garage. But I like it sort of, an, uh, it has more of a modern flair to it. I have drum lighting and over my big island, I have, um, it looks like big a big uh, iron, iron platform just filled with candles. And it's really, they're really lights. Um, but it does have a much more modern feel. Like I've got glass canisters, big jars that sit on my uh, one side of my um, sink um, my Keurig and, uh, I, but I keep a pretty utilitarian kitchen. Mm-hmm. I must say at Christmas, I decorated a little more, um, uh, just because I like to decorate for Christmas, but my kitchen sits on one side of an open area and you'd have to look through my breakfast nook and then into my family room. And I just think that's a lot of things to look through. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to keep my kitchen rather, sparse because I think it can be a very cluttered look if I don't. Well, I think you bring up a good point about keeping things sparse. I think a lot of times we're not happy with our kitchen because maybe the cabinets need to be painted or we want to replace the countertop. And then we feel, oh, we don't like it. So then we start adding stuff to kind of camouflage the fact that the cabinets aren't painted or the countertops not to our liking. And then you, and then you're thinking, oh, it's not fixed. So you keep adding more and more and more. To hide it. Right. To hide it. But then it ends up feeling cluttered and worse. Yeah. So I'm really of the mind. I'm thinking back to the episode we did recently on adding elegance to your home. And I'm thinking the word that's coming to mind for me on decorating a kitchen is restraint and not to put much in there. And if you're unhappy with your kitchen, the problem is probably not that you don't have enough stuff in there, but, and you probably know what it is. I mean, I know in my old house, I had been transitioning from that Tuscan look that we talked about to a farmhouse neutral kind of French look. And so I really 
wanted white walls, but I had golden yellow walls. And I tried to fix, because I didn't want to fool with painting the walls, I was trying to fix it by changing out what was hanging on the walls. But the reality was there, the only fix was painting the <laughs> right. walls. And the more I tried to fix it, the more frustrated I became because I didn't want to have to paint them. They really needed to be painted. But, you know, it was right around the time we were moving in this house. So I didn't end up painting. I just kind of held out because I knew we were moving and I thought, oh, if I can sell the house with this paint, I'm just going to do it, which I did. And the new owners painted it the color they wanted. But I think that's a there's a lesson there that if you're unhappy with your kitchen, it may just be time to put in that countertop or the new backsplash or the new paint. And I think you're just not going to be happy till you do that. And I, here I think is our first tip. Declutter everything. Yes. Um, because hiding it with a bunch of stuff really only makes it look worse. Yes. Um, and, and then you've I, got a clutter issue but after you do all that's that. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and of all the rooms in your house, you want the kitchen to be clean and tidy and clutter-free. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very much agree. And with I you think there. of the word, my word, kitchen word is utilitarian mm-hmm. because I like things in my kitchen that are usable. I, but I don't, when I'm saying that, I don't mean I keep my toaster out or my mixer out. Those things I put away. We get, we can get our toaster out every day. It's not that heavy. It's in a cabinet. I can just pull it right out and then we just put it back because it, it, it makes such visual mess to me. Mm-hmm. that yes. I'd like that clean counter space instead. And I think in a designer house, uh, a designer looking kitchen or a, a, a kitchen done right, you don't see all your appliances sitting out. Yeah, I don't have any appliances sitting out, but but I admit I have the luxury of having granite countertops and a plug in the pantry. So I oh, keep all that yes. hidden there. But we've also, you know, we don't use an electric can opener anymore because I don't want it to have to deal with it. Yeah, Things I like that. We don't have the mixer one. sitting out anymore because nope. I just use the immersion blender and it just goes in a drawer. So there's probably a lot of things sitting out that you probably hardly use away. that you can put up. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that the one thing I do have out, I wish they'd come out with a really a nicer look is a Keurig coffee maker. <laughs> I can't live without that. Um but I wish they'd come out with a, something very stylish or something mm-hmm. like square or just mm-hmm. all silver or something that isn't doesn't have a light where my water lights up with its blue, you know? Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. They yeah. probably think that looks good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they make it look like an espresso machine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah that's or, what they need to do. A faux espresso machine where you kind of sneak it in and, oh, oh no, it's really yeah. a Keurig. Well, actually, Yvonne, I thought of you every day when we were in Texas on um, the set with Flip and Move because they had a Keurig and it became sort of my best friend. I know. I needed a little, oh, yeah, she was over there. I needed every a little day. jolt. Let's just, and I didn't even, I, I had to sort of Bless stand. your hearts. <laughs> well, I, I thought of you every day when I made it because I didn't even really know how to use it the first day. I didn't know. I don't even think I told Anita. I didn't know how. Oh, she didn't tell me. I was just watching the person ahead of me and I was like, okay, so I take one of those little cuppy things. I think for Kelly, she's like, yeah, but Kelly was, I'm a foreigner in a foreign land. I'm in Texas. I don't know what's going on. Ah! 
And now I'm having a foreign drink. Oh, this, where's my black tea? But, um, I didn't realize that it was so, I don't, maybe yours isn't like this, but do you, then you choose the amount of ounces. So I, I didn't want to, like, Uh I didn't want to overflow. I'd rather be under. So Uh I had the tiny, I had like a little shot of coffee Uh, the first time. And you can set it to the strong setting. So it's like espresso, espresso. I will say that she was quite the peppy one there. Well, my, my brother's in from California right now. And we were sitting around talking last night and he said, I said something about the Keurig and he said, oh, we have one at at our office and he works for a really nice company. And he says, but we, (laughs) we ration our Keurig pods because people steal them and take them home. Oh my goodness. But anyway, mm -hmm, I have, uh, but I have a Keurig out and that's really the only appliance I have out. And if you want to, uh, your kitchen to look uncluttered, See if you can put some of your appliances away. Well, it's I'm so amused that you say you don't like the way the Keurig looks because this was the big thing I had going with the builder. I said, I mean, I was just like grabbing. I'm like, you've got to make room for that Keurig in the pantry. I cannot have that sitting out. Uh, if, you know, uh, I'm thinking about maybe I could get a, a granite, um, just a shelf Mm-hmm. That I could put my care again in. Yeah, it just needs the plug things. Like a little yeah, mausoleum. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I can't. I must say, we don't microwave very often. But when I need it, I love it. So we have our uh, microwave hidden in um, in our, one part of our pantry. It's like two little doors open up, and there it is. Uh, it it would be a perfect place for the carrot. <laughs> but I don't think I want to give up my my uh microwave even though well, i don't use it a much. microwave i know it's not really decor but since we're talking about minimizing mm-hmm. one of the best things that i did when we created this kitchen here was to get the sharp microwave drawer it is oh. fabulous well we did i guess something similar it's actually hidden in our island but yeah a drawer mm-hmm. would be nice too Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I think uh, other than appliances and keeping the clutter down, Anita, what you were saying is so right. I know that it's hard for people that, that have outdated. They think their cabinets look outdated. But also here's another thing. And I'll tell you, they're so easy to paint you know, it's, or have them painted, but I know that several bloggers have painted them and they're absolutely gorgeous. They And what a difference paint. that makes. What yeah, And I don't difference. know if, I don't know if, if um, everyone knows this, but the other option is, let's say you don't like the look of the shape of your cabinet doors. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get your cabinets refaced. Now it's not yeah. as cheap as painting it, but you right. can get them refaced. So you have new cabinet doors, but they're not having to rip out all your cabinets. So we're kind of looking at that. Well, that's probably what we'll do with the mountain house is reface mm-hmm. because yeah. So we're going to be doing something like that. So that's and, an option. Yeah. And if it's not this way now, but you, you are going to be moving or you're going to put it in a new kitchen, consider doing paint grade cabinetry if you're going to paint. And obviously if you're going to stain, then you'd want to do a nicer wood. But the paint grade cabinetry allows you to change the paint color in a really easy way, just like painting any piece of wood. Right. Um, sometimes, or oftentimes, I should say, kitchen cabinets have some sort of coating on them mm-hmm. or something that makes it more difficult when you want to change the color uh, because it doesn't adhere as well. So I have always done paint grade cabinetry in the kitchens that I've 
created in the homes that we've had. And that way I had red cabinets in my last house and kind of like Anita, I was considering changing them, but we were moving. So I didn't, but the next people, they, they did paint them and it was Mm -hmm. so easy. Uh, You know, that's such a, that is such a good idea. I, we've moved, we are now 24 years in this house. I have, I have white cabinetry and I've, I've never regretted it because it looks as it's timeless. It looks as good now as it, as it did when we first put them in. Now we've had them repainted. And so we're really pleased with that. So, you know, try to maybe pick something that is not going to, that's a little more timeless. I think like a white paint is a, you know, it may not be the hot thing, but it, yeah. The white kitchen. Absolutely. That's true. It's always going to be in style. It might not be the hot thing at the time, but let's talk too about the things that we have sitting out because that's something that, you know, you can easily change. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. something that requires a big expense and I just wanted so, you know, I've already talked about the wood bowls, the wood utensils in a sweet, a pretty pitcher on the countertop. Sometimes people, I've seen people use silver champagne buckets to hold their utensils. I think that's a great look or a silver uh, water pitcher. I've seen those. And then I think it's a great place to uh, sneak in a plant somewhere, a live plant. Mm, if you have the room, that's a beautiful thing to do. Also, I think that what you what you have, if you have a place, I know that Kelly does this for a little lamp. Yep. That'll really warm things up. We don't want to clutter it up, but you know, you that's utilitarian. I love the idea of the lamp. You mm-hmm. do have the problem is the cord. So you're going to have to do something to kind of where the cord is just not spilled out all over the countertop. You might need to kind of twist it up and put a twist tie on it. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So you 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 know, you twist it up and then you create a little vignette on the one side of my lamp. Yes. And I got a lamp that has a uh, wider base. It's sort of bulbous. So mm-hmm. the cord, when it's tucked behind it, you can't see it. You know, if it was kind oh, of like a nice. candlestick lamp, you would really see the cord. And you then would. to the right of it, as you're looking at it, I have a crock and that's where we'll put, you know, the wine bottle that's in use, you know. I love that idea. And then (laughs) on the other side of it, I have a little wooden, small little wooden cutting board. Is there always a wine bottle in use? Hey, it's Kelly. What do you think? Yes. She lives in California. (laughs) Sometimes, yes, it's part of the rule when you live in California. You have to be wine tasting all the time. Okay. Um, Well, I saw your Instagram post on Jadot and I enjoy those wines as well. That was well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I agree with you. The cord is something you have to consider because you're like, oh, I'm going to put a lamp in there and you right. stick it in. And you're like, oh, but you yeah. can't do it. Just hide it. Just make yeah, sure it's Just hidden. hide it. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, I have uh, an enamel where a uh, coffee pot that I just, I keep extra chamomile tea in and that sits there. So it blocks the whole thing. Well, and the other thing Kelly was doing while we were at uh, Flip and Move, which is something I do at home, is putting something a little taller in front of where you're outlets yeah. are mm, so smart. that you don't see them. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can always disguise those by putting your wine bottle in front of It was of so fun decorating else. with Anita. I, have I to know, say, it was fun. I have to say, we were so much on the same page on so many things, but to, to feel it in action and like, you know, have the creativity going was uh-huh. was really something special. It really, you know, and we had to do it all so fast that yes. it, it was like upon reflection when I was on the plane thinking, God, that was so fun. Like we just... 
we were definitely on the same page about it. And and the house yes. was neither neither of our looks, really. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But it was. But, but you're a you decorator, know, so you can. You yeah, can right. Go with but the we flow. knew. But we mm-hmm. had. A, we knew the look that 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 they wanted. So yeah. that's and what that we kitchen were helping them was, do was great in that house. They did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, lighter on the top and then darker on the bottom, mm-hmm. a cabinetry and a small little kitchen. And it was absolutely charming. And we pulled out some woods and some gold things and and some, put some plates up and it looked really great. But I'm, yeah, and I'm hoping for you that this podcast is for you the same as it has been for us. Because when we were there, I was hearing not just my own thoughts in my head, but all the things that I've heard ah. on this podcast on decorating tips and tricks. I could hear Yvonne saying things. I could hear Kelly saying things and I could hear words like limited color palette. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, the word, these no words were clutter. To me. Bigger is better. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it has the same effect for you that it did for us working together. And it was so fun. She was, she Aww. was such a trooper, really. Kelly was wonderful oh, oh, to work oh, with. Fun. Well, here's another thing that you can do. And we, we did shop for knobs when we were there, but if you don't mm-hmm. like your knobs, um, that is such an, in, can be, and should True. be, mind you, a very inexpensive mm-hmm. change. You do not have to spend a lot of money for knobs. Uh, right. You know, you, there, the, now there are expensive ones there, but you don't have to buy the expensive ones. And so many places have sort of knockoff of expensive yes, things. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We love D-, D Lawless is a great source for mm-hmm. knobs. You know, Home Depot on the big box shops. You know, even if they don't have it in the finish you like, what am I going to tell you to do? I'm going to tell you to spray paint them. You okay, know? you want to say something? I did spray. We had them actually spray painted professionally. We had our kitchen cabinets painted about six months ago. However, uh oh. They were not. They don't. They're not wearing well. <gasps> okay, but all spray paints not created equal. Well, but that doesn't I surprise me. Just keep it, do it so right. But keep uh-uh. in mind, if it's heavy use, you know, I don't know how well it's going to hold up. But now, we also at the flip and move, we had curtain rods, and they were not the right color. So mm. we well, something had, like that would we, be wonderful. We painted them a different color, so mm-hmm. which I'm not going to d- reveal everything, but. Something like that that's not going to be touched a lot, I think it's going to hold up the paint a lot better. But so maybe, Kelly, do you have some spray paint you would use that's going to really hold up to a lot of wear? Well, depending upon what the uh, material of the knob is, so I'm assuming it was some Mm -hmm. sort of metal, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to make sure that you're doing a spray paint that is specifically for metals. And I would just, you might even want to do a spray primer Mm -hmm. and really let each coat dry, like, you know, 24 hours in between, even you think, oh, it's this little knob, like it'll dry in 20 minutes. It really doesn't. And that will, if it, if each coat is put on too quickly, it's not, it, it's not going to have the time to adhere properly. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm sure the people that Yvonne had are, or, you know, did a great job. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that. But they happen. probably really don't did. normally work with spray paint. So maybe they don't know. And so Kelly, do you put a protective coat on as well, like a clear lacquer. You could or spray, something? yeah. You could definitely spray some sort of uh, clear coat. They have matte clear coats. It's you know, it's just like spraying a polyurethane on. But you know, you may not want something shiny, so I would look for a matte one. But that's such an easy switch. You know, that's just such a simple thing to do and can make such a difference. If you took the time, and if especially if you had a smaller size kitchen and you took the time to paint your cabinets, um. 
we just painted the cabinets in our laundry room, which, you know, there was probably four cabinets and then some shelving and what, and it really didn't take that long. And it was just, you know, Peter would do an hour or two. I'd do an hour or two and we just got it done. You take the doors off. It's really not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Just make sure if you're going to paint them that you clean this, if it's been a kitchen that's been in use, even if you are the tidiest of people, there will be some, you know, grease. There will be things because of cooking in the air that will have settled Mm -hmm. on the cabinets. Use a degreaser. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. another thing that I think uh, kitchens that are done right have great lighting. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. aesthetic lighting, not just uh, utilitarian lighting. I know in our house we had, you know, those, the canned lights uh, up from our ceiling. Um, But we had one over our sink and I thought we needed something else over there. I can't put curtains on it. Just the way my my, uh, cabinets come right to to the molding around my window. So we got a um, pendant light with with a drum shade that actually fit into the the socket of the can. Yeah, that's light. the coolest thing that they have those now. Oh, you can just convert what a our kit. difference! And it, th- I mean, they're not expensive, but you talk about a big difference in how your kitchen looks. Oh, speaking of that, you just reminded me because you know we are completely redoing the kitchen at the Mountain House, and right now all the cabinets are golden oak, which is not my favorite. But also over the island, there were some pendant lights that were dated looking mm-hmm. and. I just really didn't like the look of them. Plus, I was planning to move, rip that island out, move it out because it just the, the kitchen looked so crowded. Once we took those pendant lights out and just put the canned lights in instead, it opened up the look so much. I'm thinking I'm going to leave the island where it is. Oh. So that's you, another So you tip. got rid of pendant lighting that didn't work. Right. But then added the canned lights. Mm-hmm. They had to move it over a little mm-hmm. bit. It's, it's moved over. But I, I didn't get rid of the lighting. Uh, I mean, there's still light there. So we but you got the, rid of the fixtures that you had right, before. Right, but it made mm-hmm. such a difference. So that's another thing to think about because sometimes it's nice. I guess you're you're talking about a, a converting can lights to pendant lights. Yeah, I definitely needed something to give which it a you can do. Splash. But mm-hmm. you may want to go the other direction mm-hmm. if you feel like your lighting is closing off your kitchen. And if it feels cluttered or crowded to you, that's another thing that you can do. Well, especially if it's over an island, because that's in the center where Yvonne's got it, she's over her sink. So, you know, I think that was a great solution in both places, right? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You can go either way. And these uh, were heavy looking too. And so it's not going to, so a light hanging down pendant light over your sink is not going to Feel, make your kitchen feel crowded, but these really did. So yeah, I was excited when we got rid of those. Here's another big decision. I think one of the biggest things in your most people's kitchen is their refrigerator. And I had a white refrigerator that moved in with me to the house. And so it it's, was like over 30 years old. And I loved it. And it was white and everything in my house was white. Then comes the stainless steel. So our, our, we just were going to keep this refrigerator till it died. And it, <laughs> yeah, it, it just about died. And I said, Bob, we're going to lose, you know, everything in the fridge if we don't get mm-hmm. a new refrigerator. So we looked and first of all, the space they had made for it matched the space that the refrigerator was going 
into the house. So here, here we find out it's not a very big refrigerator. Oh, so well, the new counter depth ones are wider. Yeah. So you, did yes. you, could you fit it's, a decent size? So were you well, really limited on what you could fit there? Yes, very limited. But mm-hmm. anyway, we found one, but the big deal is, do I want to go white because I like that look or do I want to go stainless steel? Mm-hmm. And I really wrestled with that a long time. Really? Because yes. it's a, it's a, it's a no brainer for me, stainless all the way. I know, but everything I, my, my cooktop and my oven is stainless, but like my, mm-hmm. and I t- I'll tell you, if we could have had um, a kit to, so I could have it look like my cabinetry, that's how I would have gone because that's what we did with our, yeah, I, that's we could, called fully integrated. But mm-hmm. I could not mm-hmm. because they, for that size of a refrigerator, they don't do that. Yeah. That's more for the bigger so, ones. So, right? um, and I, I think they have to be counter depth usually. Yeah. I went well, but ours is like sort of built in. It has its own like little station. Um, but I ended up getting the stainless and I look at it and I like it now, but I'm thinking if I get tired of this, and I mean, stainless will probably be around for a long, long time. I even thought of, and I've seen it done, that repositional wallpaper mm-hmm. you can put on your refrigerator. What a great idea. And if you right go Right on to, top of the stainless or do you have uh, to put a panel? No, you go to wallsneedloveiguess.com. Um, and they have in their just pictures of things they've done. They have a refrigerator that I drool over. Wow. It's, they're so awesome. And I thought, what a great designer look that is. Well, so- and I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I'm thinking also the side of the refrigerator might be a great place to put uh, the wallpaper, the repositionable wallpaper, because I'm thinking a lot of times the stainless refrigerators, the sides typically are black and they're not that attractive. That might be a fun place to put it. Mine's actually sits in almost like a, uh, a, a wooden milled box. Yes. Right in. Well, yours is custom made. Most houses don't have that. Okay, so let me jump in here. So if you have a refrigerator that has an exposed side, mm-hmm. my suggestion is either do it yourself if you've got some carpentry skills or have someone mm-hmm. just drop a, a wood panel there, put, you know, put some matching trim on it to make it look like it's flowing into your walls, right? That would be a wonderful I don't idea have an too. Ex- yeah, I don't want to have an exposed side of my refrigerator. It looks much more custom if it's enclosed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have, some people don't have room for that though. Uh, and I'll tell you, I think a um, a really cool pattern, it could be even a little loud, would be a really great designer look. On the side. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yes. that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Or yes. on the front. I think that'd be fun to play around with it. Uh. If you didn't know... I would, I probably wouldn't do that on a brand new stainless because I'd be kind of worried. No, about what, I'm not going to do it now, but yeah, I have a feeling I might get a little tired of that, to be honest with you. Right. So, I mean, I think that's a great fun idea. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen some fun things people have done with some old refrigerators. So there's really some cool ideas out there. Mm-hmm. Let me just also say this. We have, we have two ways you can get into our kids, three ways four ways, but there's two ways. Oh, the they ha- keep growing. Yeah. I have, I forgot about my outside doors, but, um, we, you can get in, um, from the, from the foyer and you can get in from the dining room and the foyer is open, but the dining room has a pocket door and I have French doors in my family room, which is, you know, in the same area 
into my living room, like a double French door. And it always bugged me that I just had this ugly pocket door. And so if I'm having like um, people for dinner and I'm working in the kitchen, I don't necessarily need them to see all the stuff mess going on in there. So I, that's how we can close the pocket door. I just found a pocket door that ha- it looks like a French door. Oh, oh, wonderful. what a great look, especially oh. if you need to close that door for whatever reason, instead of just having like a solid door, amp it up a little bit. And I, I think I saw those at Lowe's and they are not that expensive. Yeah. Isn't that a great idea? That's yeah. A great, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And hey, while we're talking about inexpensively updating a kitchen, you can paint ceramic tile. So if you have a backsplash that you don't like and you don't really want to go to the cost or the mess of having it removed and then replacing it with something else, try painting it over. And, you know, worst case scenario, you don't like it or you like it for a couple of years and then you can decide, well, maybe I'm going to go for the real thing and have it taken out. Mm -hmm. But it it might just be this little step that you need to really give your kitchen a facelift. That together with painting the cabinets and changing out the knobs, I mean, bam, you've got a different new kitchen. Yeah, and you can, some countertops can even be painted, some of the laminate ones. Kelly, what would you paint the tile with? Uh, well, I, you know, you definitely, I think you, you're going to want to have tile on there. That's pretty smooth. And, Uh you know, so if you have some sort of texture tile, it might be a little bit more troublesome. And because that's not a high traffic area, I mean, your backsplash is really there for decor and, and, you know, just to sort of have the cabinetry meet the countertop. So there's Mm -hmm. not going to be necessarily a lot of touching or anything. And, um, could you use I a think spray paint? Pu- no, I would not spray paint them. But okay. I mean, you could have like a professional come in and use a spray gun, but I wouldn't get mm-hmm. a can of spray paint. Mm-hmm. And I think I would definitely, you know, do what we're saying about the cabinets. You're going to want to degrease and demold and scrub the grout. You don't want to just be like, mm-hmm. oh, I could just cover that all up, you know, with my paint. So you'd use a chalk paint? And no, I think I would use like a, either a velvet or maybe even a semi. Oh, okay. Because I think oh, that would bond better. <gasps> oh. And there's uh, there's probably a really, um, probably a great idea would be to use a primer specifically mm. made for mm-hmm. ceramics. I think that's mm-hmm. a great idea. I do too. But you're going to have to paint the grout too. It's going to be too hard to paint just the top. Oh yeah, you're going to have to paint, paint the, the entire thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we've had, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever tried this, but we have had that professional resurfacing done. We had it in our last house. It had the um, that that black and green old fashioned tile from like the mm-hmm. th- our house was built in the 30s, and unfortunately. Some of the tiles were missing. I mean, we were just not going to be able to recreate it. And I really just didn't want the dark green and black. So we had the professionals come in and boy, they come in like the hazmat suit. I mean, this stuff really, you would not, I don't think you'd want a long career. I don't think you could have a long career putting this stuff in. But But it probably stick to your wall really well. It sticks to the wall. I mean, it's unbelievable. They just, they coat it. And it, mm-hmm. you know, covers all the grout and it covers everything. And you know, we were in that Ugh. house for 11 years and it was fantastic. We never even had a chip. And we had the same wow. thing done oh. here 
for the old fashioned clawfoot tub and the sink because that they were original, but they really had seen better days. Mm-hmm. So that stuff really works, but you know, that's a lot more expensive and those are high traffic areas. It was a shower, a bathtub, a sink. When you're talking about a backsplash, I have fully confident that if you clean it well and you use a primer that you could paint that and it, it will last a long time. Yeah. You're just wow. going to be touching it when you're cleaning off spills and yeah. splashes. Mm-hmm. And you'd probably put something over it too, I guess, to preserve it, like a, a top coat of some kind. I don't even know if you would have to if you really? used if you used a velvet or a, a satin or a semi. Hmm. Interesting. Wow, these are such good ideas. I know. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.